You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is The Overflow with MC Brooks. Wise man say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. This is called Pirate Radio. Here's RG3, he's going to run for the first down, and still on his feet, RG3 is going to outrace everybody. Pull the lever, Unc. Yeah, yeah. I'm in my element like going sign. Niggas know that I'm the coldest one. Get hip to me, cause I'm Mr. Freeze. This victory with a frozen gun. Can't get me to hold my tongue. My vocab be like golden sun. Not your fave like my bros are. But low key, I'm the dopest one. Flow is a gift full of Mr. You already know I'm the dopest one. That's why you tuned into another episode of The Overflow with MC Brooks here on GGR Pirate Radio. And as always, it's always something special. Hear your own song as your intro song. I feel like I started every podcast with that. Probably going to start every foreseeable podcast with that going forward. So, that being said, tonight, or today, whenever you're listening to this, going to be discussing my time at Otakon 2019. It's been a couple days uh, since Otakon ended. Had a couple days to, one, uh relax <laughs> and rest in the aftermath and then also process everything that that happened last weekend so you know i'm ready to uh you know to, to share with uh share with you all uh before i get into that though just a couple house cleaning things first of all please go follow us on social media great geek refuge on twitter instagram facebook we have a facebook group where you can talk to myself or Mike, or anyone else uh, affiliated with GGR. And absolutely, go to our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, where you can listen to this podcast, you can listen to my previous podcast, and you can also hear and read the fantastic content that we have created for all of you. And if you want to hit me up specifically, MC Brooks on Twitter, it's MC underscore Brooks. Celia Romkiller on Instagram and MC Brooks on uh, Facebook. So, yeah, be on the uh, on the lookout for that. You can, you know, hit me up at any time. Tweet at me, comment, whatever the case may be. If you wanna, if you wanna reach out to me. In addition to that, uh, two weeks ago I released a new song. It's called Better Days. Uh, it's available on all streaming services: Spotify, uh, Google Play, Amazon, Tidal. Apple Music, you know, wherever you get your music at. But if you want to give me money, please, please also visit mcbrooks.bandcamp.com. There, you can actually purchase the single. The money comes directly to me. And if you like the intro song, which is a song called Selfish from my previous EP, Dark Dawn, you can buy that as well as the Dark Dawn EP also on the Bandcamp. That's mcbrooks.bandcamp.com. With all that being said, let's jump right into it. Othicon 2019. For people who have been listening to this podcast for as long as I've had it, and I've had it for about a year, year and a half now, uh, I think I may have mentioned this on the last, when I, when I recapped Othicon last year, 
which was Oticon is was my first convention. It is the longest convention that I've been attending. It's been 14 years that I've been going to uh, Oticon, and I'm probably going to continue going for the foreseeable future, even if I you know don't keep up with anime as much as I used to. The landscape of the convention as I once knew it and what it is now has completely changed. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I, I will not say that that's a bad thing. Because I had a great time at Otakon 2019 this year. This is the, I believe, fourth year that it took place at the convention center in D.C. Uh, it used to be at the convention center in Baltimore. But I believe 2016 was the first year that they moved over to the D.C. Convention Center, and it's been there ever since. And, you know, for, for people like myself, you know, OG Otakon goers, it is a very different convention now than it was five years ago. It's different being in D.C. versus in Baltimore. Now, don't get me wrong, part of me does miss Baltimore. But I can totally understand the move to move to D.C. Otakon is growing. A couple thousand people show up every year to come to this convention. I'm not sure if it still is, but at one point it was the second largest anime convention in the United States. So obviously after a while you're going to want to move to a larger space. And for anyone who's been to the D.C. Convention Center, it's pretty huge. Pretty huge. Now... I will say the interesting thing about them moving to the DC Convention Center is that the perception of the con is very different now than it was in Baltimore. And what I mean by that was in the Baltimore Convention Center, I mean, it, it is a large facility, don't get me wrong, but they used up every piece of space that they had within the Baltimore Convention Center. In the DC Convention Center, the DC Convention Center is so large that there are rooms that can look like they are empty or that they're not as they're not as filled as they actually are because they actually have the space to space things appropriately this year that maybe wasn't the case five, six years ago when they were still in Baltimore. Like I said, the perception of it, because the, the first year I started going to Oticon in DC, that's basically how I felt. It was like, wow, it's like nobody here. But it wasn't that nobody was there. It was that things were more spaced out. So there was more room for everything. So people were more spaced out. So it looked like there were less people. And this year, I would say, is the first year that since is the first year since moving to the DC Convention Center that I've truly felt like, wow, there are a ton of people here. Like the, the DC Convention Center legitimately felt at times there were people everywhere and it didn't matter where exactly you went whether you went to the dealers room and you walked around there whether you were just walking the halls whether you were going to panels regardless of where you were going it always seemed like there were just a ton of people and you were constantly running into uh, crowds and people just hanging hanging out in in spaces and like this year, so that for me, this year's Otakon felt it felt more like Baltimore than I think the previous three had, and that's a good thing because that I I don't believe they'll be going back to Baltimore anytime soon. 
but it's good to establish a tone, a mood, if you will, upon coming into the D.C. Convention Center because it was kind of controversial. There were a lot of people unhappy about the move. And so um, I was happy because I'm like, oh, well, this is cool. You know, you'll be I don't have to travel and make hotel reservations to go up and enjoy Otakon for once. This is great. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I still make hotel reservations now because I live in Maryland and, um, you know, I wasn't trying to make that, that commute home at, at the end of the night. But this year's Otakon, for me, it felt more like those older Otakons that I remember going to with my friends where, you know, I'm going around, I'm, I'm going to great, uh, I'm going to great panels. I'm seeing great uh, cosplays. And there's been, I would say, a shift in recent years. And I spoke about this with a friend of mine at the convention because we were reminiscing about Otakon in Baltimore or Bodakon because, you know, people used to bring their boats and dock them at the Baltimore Harbor. Can't really do that in D.C. because uh, you're not near body of water. But we were we were reminiscing and, and there's been a shift in in recent years in regards to these conventions and and i think it's a good thing and and, and i'm very happy that Ode, that Odecon is one of the conventions that have done a better job of embracing diversity in terms of content and in terms of guests and in terms of what what kind of stuff you're going to see when you actually come to these conventions now if you're unfamiliar, Otakon is an anime convention, right? So the focus is primarily on anime and Japanese culture. Now, that isn't to say that you are not going to see uh, people cosplaying as things from other things. You know, like I saw a, I saw a bunch of Captain Americas, a bunch of Iron Mans. You know, there was an entire Marvel versus DC photo shoot that I was very happy to be part of on Saturday, on that Saturday, excuse me. And so, you know, you're getting like with most conventions, you're getting a little bit of everything when you go to them. You know, you're going to get a little bit of everything like the focus and the majority of the stuff you're going to deal with is going to be anime. So the majority of cosplays you're going to see are going to be anime, but you're also going to get a little bit of everything else. And but the the reason I wanted to bring up the shift and, and Otakon kind of changing and improving, you know, uh, contributing to, you know, this kind of shift uh, towards more diversity and whatnot in recent years is because I remember a time when, you know, going to Otakon, like I I wasn't seeing a lot of people like myself. I remember going to Otakon and and never experiencing hip-hop at Otakon. You know, like if I was experiencing hip hop, it was because I was listening to it in my earbuds, in my headphones or in my room. You know, like this year marks yet another year that, you know, there's been a rap concert at Otakon that there have been more people like myself who are of color, who are who are who are doing hip hop and whatnot at these at these panels, at these conventions. And, and granted, I mean, and there was an absolute anime tie-in this year. So it's not like it was just, you know, pandering or something that was completely out of left field. No, that's not the case at all. I do not want to mis- misrepresent it, right? Uh, there was a tribute concert to the famed 
Japanese hip-hop producer Nujabez, who famously produced the music for Samurai Champloo and has worked with a number of really dope independent underground rappers over the years, including some of which who were at Otakon this year and got the opportunity to perform. There were people there like Shing O2, Substantial, Kadesh Flow, and IQ, and a host of other guests who were there to, to honor this man and honor his legacy. Unfortunately, he, he, he passed away a few years ago, but it was really awesome to see this tribute concert take place here. And, 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 and I say this as someone who's been a hip-hop fan since I was younger, that it was really dope to see because, like, like I said, I, I, don't, I remember a time where seeing hip-hop at Udicon was, like, not really a thing, you know? Now, granted, nerdcore rap and nerdcore music in general has gotten a lot, you know, it, it's grown in recent years. You have a lot of people who are making a lot of different music, you know, but it, it's, it's really refreshing to see. And, and, and that was one of the things that I really enjoyed um, participating in at Odicon. I, I did go to the, the New Jabez uh, tribute concert. I went to the anime and hip hop panel. I went to a couple, a couple different panels. Um, I participated in a lot of photo shoots for, uh, we're not uh, participated in a lot of photo shoots for shows like Sword Art Online, and uh, the Nintendo shoot and My Hero Academia. I feel like there's more, but I'm kind of, I kind of blanked. But uh, accompanying this podcast will be all of the photos that I took at Otakon, so you will be able to go and see all of the pictures that I took and be able to, you know, scroll through them and, and see and experience what it was like to be there. It is a little hard to put in words, though, uh, just what the experience was like, because, you know, it, it, it like I, I walked around with friends, I, I hung out and it, it, it was just it was just really cool. You know, it. it this year was the first year in probably a long time that I went to an Otakon and it, it honestly reminded me of like the reason that me and my friends started going all those years ago. It was really dope, you know, just seeing a bunch of cosplays, bunch of panels. Uh, I mean, the dealer's room was, was, was vast and incredible. The artist alley, vast and incredible. I definitely bought a poster. Uh, I was totally broke life that <laughs> last weekend so you know it was uh it was living on ramen and a prayer no pun intended um but it was a good time i i, I had i had a good time uh attending early 2019 i i would still absolutely recommend this convention to anyone if you are a hardcore weeb or you are just a casual fan who likes to watch a show every now and then this convention is 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 very family friendly. Uh, the the atmosphere is great. The environment is great. The people are pretty wonderful. Um, there's always there's a ton of things to do, uh, regardless of your of your age. You know the convention is basically open from about nine ten a.m. till about two a.m. Now, granted, there's less stuff for you to do after about nine o'clock unless you're over eighteen. But there's 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 a lot to do manga library um i mean i mean honestly even if you just hung outside the convention center would not recommend because it's hot (laughs) it's the summertime 
But even if you just hung outside the convention center and just took took photos of, of people walking around in their cosplays, I mean, it wouldn't be the same experience, but it would be pretty dope nonetheless. So, Otakon 2019 was a wrap. I had a great time. I met a ton of people. I networked with a ton of people. Um, I will absolutely be there next year, uh, turning up, hopefully performing, hopefully. If anyone from the Otakon staff is listening, I would absolutely love to perform. You know, my nerdcore raps. Not all my rap is nerdcore, but some of it is. <laughs> but, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, I probably didn't do the best job of, of selling it, but, but hopefully... Uh, those of you who uh, listen to this podcast did did uh, take something away from it. Um, like like I said, there there there's panels for everyone. There are events for everyone. The concerts are are super dope. Um, the, the the people here are dope. The the entire atmosphere and environment is just really great. And I'm very glad that Otakon is in my city, and I do hope that they plan to stay in my city for the time being because it is great having them here and again for myself for myself i'm only speaking for me this was the first year that this convention felt the same way that it used to feel when it was in baltimore and for me that's even more incentive to keep coming back because it's what made me come in the first place so be sure to go check out the photos. They're going to be on the same page of this podcast. If you're listening to this anywhere but the Great Geek Refuge website, then please go to the Great Geek Refuge website. Uh, go to podcast. Go to the overflow. Find this episode, and you'll be able to check out all of the photos from Otakon 2019, all of the amazing cosplays and whatnot that I got over the course of the weekend. I absolutely would recommend it absolutely will recommend so uh once again i'm mc brooks this has been another episode of the overflow again please go uh follow us on all social media we are great geek refuge on twitter as well as instagram as well as facebook and we also have a facebook group where you are able to comment and interact with people like myself and mike and anyone else who's affiliated with ggr if you would like to speak to me specifically then you can find me at MC underscore Brooks on Twitter, Syria Rhyme Killer on Instagram, or just MC Brooks on Facebook. You can send, send me a friend request. I probably will accept it. Um, yeah, and I, and I don't bite unless you're into that. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> so going to end this the same way we end every podcast. Oh, oh, before actually, and go listen to my song, Better Days. I'm trying to get my streams up on Spotify and whatnot and uh you know listening will absolutely help so go listen to my new song go listen to my old songs go listen to my old podcast go listen to all of our podcasts and read all of our articles on the great geek refuge website and i'm gonna end this the same way we end every episode which is reminding all of you to not be a juice bag this has been pirate radio network production juice bags (laughs) (laughs) yeah boy